I begin this episode by acknowledging the Ngunnawal and Nyambri people, the traditional custodians of the land on which I live and work. I pay respect to their elders, past, present and emerging, and I extend that same respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander listeners of this podcast. Nisan Bulavaraka. Welcome to the Coconut Wireless Podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Lardner. Uh, now, if you're joining us for the first time, uh, first of all, welcome. It's always wonderful to have new people joining us. Uh, what the Coconut Wireless is, is, is basically a, uh, a Pacifica-centric podcast where each episode I'll get uh, someone from the Pacific Islander or Maori communities uh, around the world to um, to join us and just, just tell us what they're up to, what they're doing. Um, lately, we've had a lot of sports people on. Uh, previous to that, we've also had uh, comedians, content creators, uh, people who are very active in their local communities. Uh, yeah, so it's 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 wide range of people that we have on the podcast, and and that's I guess the main aim of the podcast is is to champion the fact that Pacifica people are talented and and gifted in so many different ways, and yeah, that's shown very clearly through the guests that we've already had on. And yeah, I really hope the guests that we'll have on in the future as well. So that's the CWP in a, uh, in a nutshell. Uh, now today's guest is a, uh, someone who I've admired for you know, a long time, the last uh, two seasons of Super Rugby especially. He's uh, a gentleman of Maori and uh, Fijian descent. He, his father, uh, Joely Vidyaki, uh, actually represented Fiji in at the national level for rugby as well. And uh, I'm really, really, really excited and blessed to to have, as I am always with uh, with all of our uh, with all of our guests that we have on, to have uh, Mr. Hereti Hetet, who plays front row for the Fiji Draw. Uh, previous to that, he's also represented uh, Fiji nationally for the Flying Fijians, and he's also represented his Maori heritage. Uh, Playing uh, playing a number of uh, tests for the Modi All Blacks, so he's he's obviously a very very gifted rugby player and very very deep thinker, very insightful guy, and yeah, he, he shared a lot of that uh, in in the chat that we had. Now, one thing I, I do want to sort of preface with this talk, um, uh, Hadetti or H, as he as he uh, as he's known by a lot of people, uh, he's fantastic. Uh, couldn't couldn't have been more um, generous with his time and, and his insights and yeah he, he was just yeah, a wonderful guest. Um, one thing that's become a bit of a theme with the with the podcast is that my, my two young daughters, who anyone who follows us on social media will yeah will be uh, familiar with them. Uh, they they feature pretty heavily throughout yeah all of our episodes, most of our episodes in the background. You often hear them sort of yelling out. Um, I record this just at home. Um, I'm not, yeah, I don't have the means to uh, record in a professional studio and, and that's, yeah, I prefer it that way anyway. Um, but uh, look, my, my, my older girl uh, features very heavily in this episode. Um, she was, uh, yeah, I was looking after her solo uh, on the day that we were recording and uh, H had a gap in his schedule where he's able to fit me in. So we, we tried to make it work, but yeah, just, just so you know, um, there is uh, a little bit of background noise, and believe it or not, I actually cut out um, a number of uh, a number of blocks where she's actually come into the room to complain about certain things, um, like the dogs are doing and, and different stuff like that. So, look, I apologise, but also that's the nature of the beast. This is uh, an independent podcast uh, produced in my own home where I live with my family. So, uh, 
it is what it is. Uh, but I just wanted to call that out. Uh, look, I'm aware of it. And um, if, if it's off-putting to you, I apologize. Um, but here we go. Here's my talk with H. My guest on the Coconut Wireless today is a man of Fijian and Maori heritage who has had the distinct honor of representing both the Maori All Blacks and the Flying Fijians uh, on the international stage. Uh, and that was all done before he even uh, earned a Super Rugby cap. Uh, he is, of course, Hareti Hete. Hey, Train, welcome to the podcast. I'm so happy to have you on. Thanks for having me. <laughs> uh, well, we'll get to the footy shortly, uh, but just to take it back to the very start, uh, you're from uh, Otorohanga in uh, King Country, New Zealand. What's it like there? Uh, it's just a small town there in the King Country. Uh, not too busy. So, um, closest city is uh, Hamilton, about 45 minutes out. So, uh, 45 minutes south of Hamilton. Mm. So, uh, nice, quiet place. Grew up there. It's hometown for me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah really. Are you, so, are you back there at the moment? or? Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, oh, beautiful. Oh, very nice. That's good. Do you, do you get back, um, obviously you're with the draw now, but do you get back a little bit or? Uh, it's my first time back since I uh, went over for, I think, January. Yeah, so, okay. Yeah. Yeah, oh, fair. Uh, your, your rugby career, uh, you began at the ripe old age of uh, five years old, uh, playing for the mighty Otoranga uh, Sports Club. Uh, did you... Sort of fall in love. You're one of those kids who just fell in love with the game immediately, or did it take a little while to warm up to it? Uh, yeah, I, I guess. Uh, yeah, my old lady. She just took me down. I remember. Uh, took me down like for the the five year olds. Obviously, I was five, but I, I was a big boy back then. Um, <laughs> and yeah, uh, it just sort of was just a thing. Uh, uh, you know, growing up in New Zealand. Just going through the age grades, so mm. just here yeah, became like a hobby. Yeah. Wasn't really looking too much into rugby, but yeah, just grow up. Just good at it. <laughs> just grow up playing. Yeah. yeah, you um, yeah, obviously did all right because you you ended up making it into the the uh, the NPC, uh, which is a provincial comp. Uh, for those who don't know, it's a uh, provincial uh, what provincial club rugby comp uh, in New Zealand. Um. Look, it is renowned worldwide as one of the ultimate proving grounds for for rugby players uh, as they make it make it through to the um, the elite grade. How much did you learn while you were playing in the NPC? Oh, I learned a lot. Uh, I actually, my journey to the to playing NPC is, uh, oh yeah, I was pretty overweight, like oh, my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> It was more like I, I wanted to play like prim rugby for my for my club, for yep. my hometown club. There was nothing uh, like wanting to crack NPC uh, or anything like that. So it was the year I might have made about five cameos in 2017 for my prim prim team, and mm. I, I just really wanted to have like a full year of my prim team in 2018. So I just trained that whole season. Uh, the whole off season going into 2018, and then fortunately enough, after that season, made it into uh, the Waikato squad, uh, mm. Waikato squad, which was coached by Johnny Gibbs at the time. Hey. And yeah, once I, 
uh, like I said, I was just trying to play club rugby, club footy, but then I went into like you know a um, bit of professional footy, mm. and yeah, it's just uh, man, yeah. it's just a, another step up. Yeah, so, yeah. I learned a lot. Yeah, but you are uh, so that was in 2018, yeah, for the Malu. Yeah, that was 2018. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and did you, you? You guys won the title that you had. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. How, what was that like? Being obviously it was you know, sort of um, uh, a well-run machine when you joined, and then you you contributed to that. What, what was that like for you as a, as a young fellow coming in? Oh, it was awesome. Uh, had a great uh, coaching staff. Uh, you know, attack coach was Roger Randall. Mm-hmm. He's Chiefs uh, attack coach now. So back, yeah, it was awesome. Like um, just the atmosphere, the environment that the yeah. boys had. We had a good team. Uh, but we didn't have much super rugby players at the time. Sure. Then, but if you look back at uh, back then, 2018 to 2023, I think majority of that team is uh, super rugby. Yeah, Every, everyone was just waiting. Yeah, a few young fellas, and yeah. it was just a team of, uh, you know, get the work done, you know, yeah. and have fun on after the game, yeah, and get yeah. the work done, cut sharp on the Monday. So it was awesome, uh, great environment, mm. uh, good way of learning, and just yeah. to be a part of that was, uh, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. We won the Rampley Shield that year too. So. <laughs> the um, just for the uh, like your your, your weekly sort of. Um, your, your weekly schedule it, as an NPC player, like how, how how much how often do you guys train? Is it is it so it's uh full time for like three yep. months? Yeah, so uh, it, it, it's pretty much it's just so like, it's proper standard, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's yeah, just right. a more shorter, shorter amount of um of the year, short time sure, year, yeah, sure, yeah, three, fair. three months, okay. so yeah, but a, a, an intense three months, uh, I imagine, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so you, you get your preseason and yeah. they start their preseason training. Uh, but at the time, if you're not super rugby, you're working. So yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, up until the um, season starts, you'd be going up maybe two trainings a night mm. up uh, yeah. Hamilton, just for the night trainings, or sure. and in the morning they have the gym window in the morning as well. Okay, but that's that's all between work before yeah. you kick into your. Full full season. Sure. Uh, from a representative standpoint, you're sort of in this incredible position, almost a unique position, I think, where you, you've had the opportunity to represent both sides of your heritage. You, you've uh, represented the Māori All Blacks as well as the Flying Fijians. Um, how important is that to you? Yeah, it was uh, it's probably what uh, one of the reasons why I. Uh, chose to represent Fiji is because I had already represented my uh, Māori side, uh, mm. the Māori All Blacks. So, uh, yeah, that's probably where I had the, what do you call it, pledge my allegiance to Fiji. Mm. Yeah. was because I had represented already um, yeah. my Māori heritage, mm. which yeah, was awesome. You know, uh, not many people get to represent the both sides of the yeah. parishes. So. Yeah, no, that's that's very special. Yeah, the, the path, well, just speaking generally, like the, the path of a professional athlete, it's, it's so fascinating to me because it's, it seems like very, 
very high risk, high reward, right? Like so, so many other aspects of your life, um, you have to sacrifice time and effort from those to to sort of put into your your craft and your sport. Um, you're hoping that you, know, you you achieve that dream of reaching the pinnacle of your sport. When when was the time that you you sort of said to yourself, "Yeah, this is what I'm doing. Like I'm going all in here. I, I, I want to really focus on my rugby." Uh, yeah, probably um, 2018. So I had my 2018 season with Wakatul, yep. then 2019. But I, it still didn't really kick in that um, the worth it, uh, work yep. ethic to become a professional rugby player. So I was still sure. uh, club rugby sort of uh, mindset. Yeah. Play the MPC, and then when once off season, I had a te- uh, had a neck for blowing out. Gaining yeah. the weight back that I lost. So. <laughs> I don't. I don't think you're alone there. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have the balance uh, right with my nutrition and um, sure. training. But I, uh, yeah, once it came wrong, well, you know, I was like, yeah. the, the second year of NPC I was probably heavier than my first year of NPC sure. So yeah, yeah. Uh, it was probably after that 2019 season where I made the uh, Maldives. Mm. Um, that was probably the moment where I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I better We're on here. You know, find the balance here, yeah. Mm. Is there, uh, just, yeah. oh, sorry, you, you go. Yeah, so, yeah, no, that was it, 2019, after the Maldives. Yep. Yeah. And that was my last year. I, I mean, that's, year. that's a pretty good nod, right? Like, that's that's a pretty pretty good indication you're going in the right direction is you make a side like that, you're, you're feeling pretty confident, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You, um... Just what you're talking about the the um, the stuff around your, your, your training and your and your your diet and that is there, is there maybe maybe an argument to be made that um, the the lower grades could use that education like the players need that education a bit earlier on before they hit the NPC and and representative level. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I guess everyone's different. Um, sure. I probably, yeah, I, you know, people talk to me about nutrition, but yeah, didn't didn't really know um, what they're talking about. You know, I used to yeah, like, look in in twenty twenty, you got the uh, you got the call up uh, from then then Fiji coach uh, Vern Cotter for the Flying Fijians uh, to join them on their uh, autumn European tour. What went through your head when you got that phone call? Because yeah, obviously you you sort of declared. Your allegiance, or, or made that made that choice that you were yeah. going to lean towards Fiji. But yeah, what was that like when you got that call? Yeah, I still remember. Um, I think it was, yeah, uh, I think it was Simon called me. And he was yeah, he was asking if I was uh, interested. And yeah, I said, oh yeah, because well, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, growing up in New Zealand, all blacks, you know, all sure. blacks, this, all blacks, that. Yeah. Um, so, oh, it probably only took me a couple of nights to think about it, but um, yeah, it, it was exciting. Um, yeah. Great opportunity. Mm. And yeah, I was just yeah. like, well, you know, I wasn't looking, I was looking like, yeah. Yeah, I think I was 21 at the time, so. Yeah, right. I wasn't really looking looking into the, it, it happened all pretty fast my sure. uh, to get into my rugby career there. So. Mm. 
Yeah. You um you debuted against Georgia, was it? Yeah, so yeah. Was the, that was the COVID talk, so yeah. Yeah, right, okay. We, we only played against Georgia and we, we beat them, so. Yeah. How, how was that? Because, I mean, they're, they're renowned as a pretty pretty strong in the set piece. How, how, how were those scrums? Yeah. Oh, I only got one. We, oh, we came on. I think we came on, like, 73rd minute or something. Oh, me, I see. Yep. Me, me, Tex, and uh, Sami Tawaki. So Tex oh, okay. Sami Tawaki, we all debuted together. Mm-mm. And, uh, yeah, uh, we only had the one scrum. So sure, yeah. Up, so. yeah. Uh, uh, fair. I was still pretty uh, raw at scrumming. Sure. I was good at scrumming. I think, um, yeah, in the NPC, it wasn't too bad. Yeah. But, yeah, it's just another another level up. Mm. From, um, two, two, three levels up. Yeah. <laughs> in, uh, international rugby. And, yeah, fair. The, the Georgians are pretty great at this set piece, yeah. but yeah. Uh, the boys did pretty well to yeah. qualify their set piece on that, yeah. that, that match. I mean, you know, you, you know what you're going to get going in, I suppose, in, in that sort yeah. of situation. Yeah, and we had Jace Ryan at the time. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so we, we were good. Yeah. You, um, you and the rest of the lads who played for the Fijian Dora last season, you now got that special place in history. Uh, as foundation players for the club, and you know, everyone who comes after will sort of look back to you guys as as the ones who sort of um, paved the way and, and laid that platform. How much does it mean to you to to have that that special place in in uh, rugby history? Yeah, it's uh, crazy. Um, I just uh, uh, probably probably when I the day I leave is the, probably the day it sinks in, or when I'm old, yeah. Retired. Uh, sure. Yeah. So. Yeah, you're in it now, so. Yeah, I'm still, I'm still living in it now, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, it is special, but. Yeah. It's probably that's probably a conversation to have when I'm retired and can look back at that uh, piece of history. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Uh, you can you just talk me through just the lead your first match for a while? I did. How, how, how does it work? How, how far out did you find out that you are actually going to debut? Was it that week or? Uh, yeah, so, yeah, well, uh, the team. Ah, uh, yeah, so, yeah, whenever the team naming was, is when you find out that you're going to play. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and, and then from when you found out, what, what was that, that lead up like for that week? Was it butterflies uh, or? I was more like itchy feet. I, I was injured the first half of the season, oh. much like this season. <laughs> um, yeah, I was out with. Uh, I got injured in preseason, so mm-hmm. it was a long rehab. Um, I think my, my, my groin must have like grade three. My groin, so yeah. I was out for like two months. Yeah, done the whole re- uh, preseason uh, before Christmas. Yeah, and then we came back, and I got injured. So yeah, it was uh, it was long. I think I came out round eight uh, against debut against the Melbourne Rebels off mm. the bench. Yeah, and well, it was a bit of a yeah. It was long. Man. Uh, yeah, but once that week, uh, I was excited. You know, happy. Yeah. Uh, maybe three days out, they team uh, named the team. So mm. yeah, was, uh, but just I, I guess. It, it, 
that point, just being able to play and, and being fit was, was was exciting as well, right? Yeah, and I was just excited to get into team training. Whenever yeah, I come out of injury, yeah. team training is always like, oh, yep, this is like just one step. <laughs> the next step is to play. So. Yeah. You um look just just a, a few just quickies just uh, to finish up. Yeah, you've been really generous with your time. I really appreciate that, man. Um, who's who's the most fun to play with in the drawer draw squad? Most fun uh, to play with, hmm. like on the field or just yeah, on, the oh, on or off. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, all of them off the field. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, probably because uh, I'm a prop man, uh, Masaki. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, last year because he's pretty experienced prop, so he knows. Sure. Uh, understands where or what we want to do in the scrum. Yeah. It's uh, it's always a good chat on the field when we're trying mm-hmm. to fix things up. Uh, yeah. Scrum wise. Yeah. Love How? Scrums, yeah. So. Um. The, just those those um, Fiji those Fiji matches where you, you, you guys are playing at Churchill Park or yeah elsewhere in Fiji like how, how much fun are those for you? Oh uh, yeah, best. Okay, uh, we got an extra home game next, next yeah. year, so excited to play those. And then yeah, the, uh, the the crowd fans amazing, wild right? Yeah. So yeah, uh, and we had we had like fans flying from like other countries like Japan mm-hmm. just to come watch us play. Yeah, just to watch that. So, man, it's uh, unreal, and oh, we have good record this year at home. Oh, yeah. Game, so, yeah, well, it's becoming a fortress over there. It's one of those yeah. road trips that teams don't want to make anymore, right? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, it was unreal, and yeah. fans get behind us. Just need yeah. to transfer that on uh, away games. Yeah, sure. Yeah, well, that that'll come. I mean, yeah, it's had some good away wins as well, so yeah. it's, it's coming. All right, brother. Look, I'll, uh, I'll I'll let you go. Thank you again for your time. I really appreciate it, man. And um, best of luck with your with your recovery. Hey. Cheers. Thanks very much for having me. Right, thank you, bro. All right. See you later. Thank Cheers. you. Take it. Yeah. And that was my uh, that was my chat with H. Uh, look, as I said at the top, uh, very generous with his time and his insights. It's fantastic to have him on. Um, absolutely. Uh, yeah, just blessed to uh, to have him on, uh, as I am to have you know, all the guests who come on the CWP. So thank you to Hareti, and um, uh, yeah, I hope you guys got a lot out of that chat. Um, if you'd like to follow uh, H on Instagram, and I think you should because he posts a lot of good content, uh, please uh, check out the show notes for this episode. I'll link it there, or just just search for him on uh, on Instagram. He's easy to find, and he's got the blue tick as well, so yeah, it's easy to see. Uh, which is the real one. He's um, yeah, he's doing very well on Insta. So uh, follow him there and um, and enjoy what he puts out. Also, uh, yeah, as we always do at the start of the episodes, I uh, always do an acknowledgement of, of country, uh, as it should. I, I think as most podcasts made in this country should. Uh, but I'd also just like to do an extra shout-out to our Indigenous uh, brothers and sisters. Uh, as of uh, posting, this uh, episode is uh, taking place in during NAIDOC week. Uh, which here in Australia is is a week where we it's a week long celebration of uh, our indigenous people, uh, indigenous culture, and um, yeah, just just sort of really shining light on on the fantastic things that are going on in that space. Uh, yeah, and as as Cass Lardner, who joined uh, joined me on the podcast a few episodes ago, 
said, you know, it, it's one of those things that's almost a blueprint for how we should always uh, engage with uh, our Indigenous people. Uh, so, look, if you are based anywhere in Australia, uh, you're guaranteed to have some NADOC events going on um, you know, nearby throughout this week. Uh, please, you know, if you've got time, please get out to the, one of those events. Um, meet some people, learn some things. There's no downside to, to uh, weeks like this. So, um, yep, look, that's it. Um, happy NADOC week to everyone and uh, especially our, uh, our Indigenous people and uh, Indigenous listeners who may be listening to this podcast. I'd also like to uh, just quickly mention that um, we will be, the CWP, the Coconut Wireless Podcast, will be uh, representing at the Fiji Day event uh, being held in Sydney at Sydney Olympic Park. Uh, I'll have a stall there. I'll be there all day. Um, I'll be running some live uh, live interviews, live podcasts, and um, we're setting up, yeah, I'm actually currently setting up a uh, YouTube channel, so there'll be a video aspect to that as well. Uh, look, if you, if you go into that event, play, and I really think you should because it sounds amazing. This The guests I have lined up, um, it, it sounds fantastic. It's going to be a great day out, very family-friendly, something for everyone. So please, you know, if, if you are out of that event, please swing by the, um, there's going to be sort of a, a, a media a media section. Swing by that and I'll be there uh, flying the flag. Uh, please, please stop by and say good day if you're uh, if you're in the way or Bula if you're in the way if you're uh, out that way. Um, it'd be fantastic to meet some listeners face to face. Look, that's it from me. I won't keep you any longer. Um, next episode should be coming out next week. So till then, be good to yourselves, be good to each other, and I'll catch you then. Thank you so much. <laughs>